We are back. Welcome to the Copper Sound Podcast, guys. A spin-off show. Three's a party with my boys, the MMA guys. Zero wins. Terry, no chin. Brown. Wait a minute. Who are you? No, no, get off. Standing at a staggering six, two and a half inches. Wow. In the heavyweight class. Wow. So he is my protector, guardian of my galaxy. I Guys, you think he owned the podcast? Neil Adam. Well, I, by the way. Three's a party. I want to start this one like this, guys, today, to be honest. Oh, because we missed it. So, <laughs> Terry, can't you hear it? Yeah, I come out of eight Christmas, then I? Seconds before we get taken off air. So, welcome, guys, to the Coffee with Sam podcast. Three's a party. And we've gone live, so the boys have gone stiff like normal. I can see them panicking, like, ah! <laughs> so, we are joined by the MMA guy, Terry Brown. Say hello to the peeps, Tez. Hello, guys. And security and top man, Garoot Neil. Good evening, guys. And we are... <laughs> We are bringing you three top, no- top nights of fights this weekend. We are bringing you the boxing and also the MMA. And we're going to start talking about local lads, uh, Casey Benjamin and Ben Fields. They went at it on Channel 5 um, for the area welterweight title. Did we all get to watch this fight, boys? Yes. We did. Take a look at it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say my thoughts on it, and then you guys can chip in whenever you want. So the way I saw it was um, two very, very um, successful fighters um, and two completely different styles. We had um, Casey, who was 11-1-1 with two KOs, and Ben, who was 10-9-2. So both had their fair share of fights and time in the ring. But I felt Casey was a tactical lightweight fighter like on his toes and uh, Ben was a very getting close quite a sh- he's a shorter of the two fighters I do believe and he was getting close and show you his power um, like the shorter guys did tend to he was a bit wider wasn't he a bit broader tend to have a bit more of that power that they can generate from close up um, and the way I saw the fight was going was that they were playing with their styles. So Casey was, he was bouncing around. He was jumping in with a jab and trying to be technical. And uh, Ben was trying to get inside him and offload his overhand uh, right. Um, I saw that. That's what was he was trying. And I feel like he connected with it quite a few times, just not successful, successfully. Um, and in the first couple of rounds, the first th- two, three, four rounds, I thought it could go either way. Um, I thought that uh, Casey was pick, picking picking him apart with the points because he was getting the punches and getting the um, he was getting the jab in. But at any point, Fields could catch him with that overhand right with a lot of power, um, and it probably could yes. have been over. Um, and I'm, I'm glad he went the distance. To be honest, what do, what do you what do you boys think? Um, I'll let you go. I'll let you go for it. <laughs> I completely agree, to be honest. Um, I do think that throughout the entire fight, 
if Fields had clipped him with any one of them right hands, he was going down. You know, it, it was it, it was anybody's fight. Points wise, yeah, I completely agree. Benjamin's definitely destroyed him on them, hundred percent. Took him three, maybe four rounds to get warmed up, sort of thing. Um, shocked me that he fights both Southport and Orthodox. I, I don't know. Is that a common thing? No. I, I, no, it, it really no, shocked that, me. No, yeah, they normally switch it if they're struggling, right? But then it doesn't yeah. normally normally pay off. Like he was very rare for a boxer. Yeah, he was. Yeah, it's normally in the MMA when they switch to kick and stuff, right? Um, yeah. With boxing, it's not very often that they they do that. Um, so that was a great point to bring up, oh, Mister Adam. So, but I feel towards the end, it was um, it was it was even Ben knew that even Fields knew that he was just couldn't get inside and get himself going because you could see it in his face in the later rounds that he was like oh, you yeah. could see he, was get, he was getting the points you could see that um uh oh Be- uh, benjamin yeah so that's, i get the ben and the benjamin mixed up benjamin <laughs> was just gaining them points on him because he, he was was he a bit he had a bit more reach on him and he was just keeping him at the distance um yeah. and every time yeah, ben, i think i think sorry i, I think that um Fields needed to get a bit closer in the entire the entire match. He was, yeah. he was he too needed, far away. Yeah, he needed a bit more than the overhand right. And you actually saw his, heard his coaches talking about the overhand right. So that was clearly their game plan. But there was just... It was a great fight and both of them put a lot of effort in and went literally yeah. went to war. And Ben is a tough lad um, to have kept going when he knew that he just couldn't get inside and get his game plan. Obviously, it's, it's probably horrible to have a game plan and not be able to execute it. Um, but maybe he just needed a little bit more than than that, um, than the overhand right. Mm. But a great fight, a great fight for that. Yeah. And I was, I, was, I was so excited when I found out it was two local lads going. And I thought I was even more excited. It was a uh, Birmingham City fan and a Villa fan. Going yes, we've got a real derby, real derby. It was like derby day. Um, but it's nice to see that they're mates too, and obviously you get that in the local circuit. That did you, did you also know that um, their trainers were um, brother brother-in-laws? No, I didn't know that. No, didn't know I that. only know I only know Fields coach uh, Sean Cogan. Um, yeah. But yeah, I didn't know they were family. Yeah, they're, they're, they're family. So it was a triple derby. Yeah, it was a triple derby, mm. but. At the end of the fight as well, it was nice that they both agreed with the way it went and were like, yeah, I'm, ha- I'm happy with that. Um, apart from Fields looking a bit gutted that he just couldn't get his, get his game plan and get himself going. Um, yeah. But a great fight at the end of the night and it was a great fight of Channel 5, Channel 5 Boxing. Uh, I watched a couple of fights before and after and it was a pretty good night. I've never really watched Channel 5 Boxing before. Um, no, I'd definitely be watching again. Live from Redditch. Hashtag not a sponsor. Hashtag not a sponsor. <laughs> so the next fight we're going into is the AJ fight. Now, this was much anticipated by a lot of people, but there's so much noise going around everyone else. I was a bit like, well, I ain't paying for it. It was like 25 quid on pay-per-view. There's so much more noise about Deontay Wilder. Should he be fighting Fury? I think it lost... It lost the excitement it needed because Puliev's a bit of a tough cookie. And it looks me. Yeah, because yeah. of the because of what was going on around that, I feel like that it was lost. Um, 
But the way I saw the fight going was exactly the way it went. I thought AJ would have a bit more control throughout the rounds. It looked more like a scrap. And they were both going for that star-studded knockout. Like, oh, yeah, I got the knockout on the night. And it, all the way to round eight, really, it was a scrap, I thought. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. nine, you knew straight away, this is going to be over soon. AJ stepped back, took distance, started jabbing to find his distance. And you knew the right hand was coming. And it wasn't a right hand coming where it was just they're really close and they're slogging and swinging. It was a, you knew the right hand was coming from a distance with some hips and feet power behind it. Um, and he did. He jabbed, 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 jabbed away, stayed away until he saw his chin drop and good night, brilliant. Um, and it's I feel we need that exciting fight with AJ I'm getting bored of him yeah. fighting he's got bored. a fight theory yeah. yeah I'm getting bored of him fighting <laughs> boring fighters or fighters that you know in the end it's going to be that it was ex- amazing when he got beat by the Mexican I thought that was great um, because yeah. it was like well I ain't used to this and someone he just caught me a, court, like a cropper and then he had to come back and box and it proved a lot everyone was like oh you're boring and they're the, they're the fair weather fans who are like, I want to knock out, I want to knock out, I want to knock out. I'm just here to get drunk and have a knockout, knockout, knockout. But it wasn't boring on a technical side of boxing because AJ had to technically box him because this dude could knock him out. So he couldn't jump inside and slog with him. He had to tap, 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 tap and get the points up in the round, which is for some people who want an exciting fight, it's boring. But for people who watch it for boxing, boxing, like, I get, like boxer against boxer, he had to do that. Otherwise, he could have got knocked out again. And I feel yeah, that's why him and Fury is going to be a class fight because Fury's a boxer but could knock him out. So mm. AJ is going to have to box him. So they're going to have to, they're going to have to, and what I mean by boxing is technical jabbing, jabbing, in and out, in Game and out, one. in and out, in and out, not getting inside, slogging around at each other, stepping back. Like they're going to have to be going for the, where can I get the points? Like the body's open, point, 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 point. Not going for the finish or not going for the knockout. It's going to have to be a, who's technically better because they could both yeah. knock each other out. Wow, I got into that. I got a dry mouth halfway through that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else get anything to add on the AJ fight? I, I just think it's time. He, he needs to fight Fury now. There isn't anybody else. It's what everybody wants to see. It's what everyone's wanted to see for ages. Um, they just they just got to set it up. But once it's they're, happen. they're saying that he's going to fight Wilder again now, so we're going to have to wait forever for that because they're not going to get them too close together. It's not like MMA when they're like, I want to fight him. Cool, you do it next week. Yeah, sound. And then Dana White's like, I've got one next week. We'll get you in. Or three fights yeah. in a row. Boxing is like months after months after months. They wait. So are yeah, we going to have to wait until like 2022? Yes, I feel like it should be a crowd. So I feel like I'm happy yeah. we have to wait. because that's a It crowd could be late thing. 21. It could be late 21. Yeah. If you all Depends have the vaccine. What happens. Yeah, you're not allowed to go and watch live sport unless you've had the vaccine. That'll be the next thing. Oh God! Here we go. Let's not get into vaccines. Let's not get. Into it's, it's already been it's already been spoke about about Ticketmaster doing it. So. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, wow. But is it the same conspiracy theory about flights? Oh. They haven't even actually seen nothing about flights. Flights haven't actually said it yet. They've just said that's the way it could happen. The government won't do it, but the flight companies could. Depends if Margaret gets on a plane, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the one that Bill Gates is following. The one that Bill Gates is following. Bro, he's following us because he's worried about Neil because Neil loves to look 
he I'm a conspiracy theorist, but Neil goes right technical and researches it. Neil Neil outed <laughs> Walt Disney on the first podcast, and that's it. He did, didn't he? He did, yeah. <laughs> Neil outed Walt Disney, and now they got the government are like shadow ban him, shadow ban him. <laughs> Done, finished. But those views that they've dropped to. They're actually not even views. They're just Google just tapping me there just to keep me happy, just giving me a few. <laughs> you, you didn't even put it on. No. We were on the Chromecast. They heard it. They were in the Wi-Fi. They heard it. <laughs> They're in the Wi-Fi. Alexa was in the Wi-Fi. Uh, Terry, do you uh, like my new glasses, by the way? I, I love your new glasses, mate. They're uh, very... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Harry Frame his face. Oh, okay. yeah. I was going to be sophisticated. Oh, all right. yeah. They fit my face perfect. Like when I put them on, I was like, Ugh. Did your other ones not fit your face? No, they felt heavy on my head and just oh. didn't fit my face properly. Like these fit my face. Okay. And these make my eyes open, whereas the other ones, my eyes used to be like this all the time. And that wasn't because I'd had too much to drink. <laughs> Every photo <laughs> I'd catch myself in, my eyes would be closed and do my head in. I've not seen many photos of you when you've got your glasses on. Yeah, I try and keep it at a minimum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try and keep it at a minimum. Brilliant. So then, that's the boxing over. Um, and like I say, it was it was a great weekend for fight for, for fight sports. I loved it. I, I, it was yeah. it was a great weekend. Everything delivered. Even though the Joshua fight was the way we expected, it still delivered. Uh, the local lads, uh, Ben and Casey, they delivered. And I'm hoping that Ben doesn't get knocked by by that loss. And uh, he carries on going. And also, there's bright future looking for Casey. They're talking about him going up and getting a few more titles. and making his way next. Up. Yeah, yeah, making his way up. Um, I, I don't know if I'm right, but I'm sure he's got two local titles now. I think that was his no, second. No, I think that was, that was his second title defence. Oh, okay. Yeah, wasn't he going back for it? Yeah. So, oh, he, 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 his next shot now is an English, English belt, I believe. So sending all our good luck from the Freezer Party podcast to both the fighters, local Thanks lads. Um, Definitely. If you want to come on, we'll get you in the studio. Um, yes. <laughs> I did meet Ben once and he's sound lad and he asked me how, why I've got massive calves. And I was like, love you, Ben. Um, and that was when we were at, we were at a weigh-in with Josh. And uh, oh, okay. they, they used to be in Josh's stable and they were there. Um, yeah, asked me um, how, why, why I've got big calves. I was like, thanks, mate. What was your answer? I remember you forever. Uh, I said uh, gymnastics and cheerleading. (laughs) Okay. That's a very good answer. Bouncing on my toes all the time and being a fatter lad when I was little. (laughs) And having to carry my weight around. That's my excuse, too. (laughs) It could be because I was short, because Neil's quite a big chap and his calf sucks. So... Um. If there was a normal sized person, they'd be great. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I like that lad. But also, Casey looks like a sound lad and a local lad, so I'd love to back him and push him as much as we can. Um, yeah, so definitely. good luck on the future, both you boys. Uh, let's get in to the MMA UFC 256. I can't believe I thought it was a fight night. It was 256 no. like a week later, two weeks later. Yeah, um, and this one, this one, if you know the fighters, uh, so for the people, the fans who actually watch MMA, it was a very exciting top top five fights um, yeah. in the main card. Not many named fighters. If you're just a name person who watches for names, Ferguson was in the mix. 
Um, but if you're an actual MMA fan, um, like we're going to hand over to our in-house MMA fan, um, Terry Brown, uh, then it was is a very exciting card. So over to you, Terry. Um, and me and Neil will throw our two pence in where we can. Yeah. Um, I got up at three o'clock this morning. And luckily, I caught the first, uh, first fight of the main card. And I've got to say, I actually think that was the best card of this year. Fight-wise, they were phenomenal. Well, Dana White's Every come single... out. We're, we're going to Go get on. to the, the main event. But Dana White's come mm. out and said that the main event is the, that's the best fight in that weight category ever. I've got to agree with him, mate. I really have. Those those two put on an absolute show. So let's go. Um, but go on. Sorry, sorry, mate. Sorry, didn't mean I was going to say everybody did. The whole the whole card did. It was it was real, real really high class performance fights, and all fights were worthy of a performance bonus. Every single one. God, Dana's losing out this weekend then. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, who did get the fight bonus in the end? Um, for what I've seen so far, I think Kevin Holland got performance of the night. Uh, um, oh, Charles Oliveira got performance of the night. And there was one more. I can't remember who that was. And I was fighting the night, went to obviously Figueroa and Moreno. Wait, absolute war. Slug. What a war. So let's not talk about all five, but you mentioned Holland yeah. there getting a, um, a bonus. Oh. But let's Honestly, talk about the Holland fight. So this guy for me, right, he's got a massive mouth, right? He loves to mouth off. And he's been calling out Adesanya well, since he's been in the UFC. He's 7-0 he's now, 7 um, unbeaten run. And he, he come against Jacare Souza, 41 years old, okay? Some might argue he's a little towards the end of his career. But he's still one of the most respected Brazilian jiu-jitsu who um, athletes there is and he is still a very well respected MMA fighter um, and I mean he didn't last very long put it that way but Jack Ray Sousa stuck him on, on his back he fought off his back and on his way up on his way up off the deck hits him with a right hook and knocks him out That's I've not never even seen anything coming. like it didn't even see it coming I mean he no. caught him a couple times in, 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 in the clinch on the ground but as he was standing up, he just he just caught him sweet on the on the temple. So had they been to ground before that? Uh, well, they were they were literally just getting up off the first transaction on the ground. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like he noticed that there was a weak point somewhere in uh, the, no. the defense, and he thought, no. you know, if I can get off my back, I can catch him here. No. You, you remember Cody No Love? Yeah. And, uh, he, with that unbelievable punch out of nowhere, it was exactly the same as that. He just he just caught him. So well, and Jack Ray Sousa's head just wobbled. Just saw a gap and one of those. Yeah. Um, but it's how you generate that kind of power off your back while trying to get up. Yeah. That is crazy. Is it, was it, was it extreme power or is that more of a, you've I caught the head, you've caught the yeah. head at the right time, right place, right, just one of those, and he, the other yeah. dude's bodies just said, no. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> well, it was a combination of perfect timing, Right amount of power and a very poor, well, not poor defence, but just there wasn't enough there to stop it going through. And I would be surprised. I think that might see the end of Jack Arasuza, if I'm honest. I think that he might end, he might very well retire at the end of this one. There's quite a few fighters on this card that might be the end of them. Um, but we'll get well. into that. We'll get into that. <laughs>
<laughs> so you what is he? So you think that's you think well, ask, uh, he's going to be done after that? Like such a bad. Well, he's, it's not so much it's a bad loss. I mean, he's 41, right? He's, he's, had, he's had a lot of fights. Um, and I remember watching a, a documentary on BT Sport with uh, Dan Hardy. Um, and he was talking about Anderson Silva and that in some ways he damaged his legacy by continuing to fight as long as he did after his better days. Um, and it's the damage that you risk your legacy if you continue to fight when you're not quite you're not quite firing on all uh, all cylinders still. So, I mean, he's got he's got a brilliant reputation. He's got a brilliant fight record. Um, maybe it's just time that he sits he sits out now. So, with that being said, um, that you uh, you think he's, he's he's had a few losses. Um, he's he's not being the fighter that he used to be. No, Tony Ferguson. Oh, oh, Tony. Ferguson. I was heartbroken. I was heartbroken, but at the same time. But and and that, that is wow. now that is now two sides of his game that were good, and he has been beat back to back with. Both different sides of his game being destroyed. So the first time yeah. was Tony Ferguson's stand-up game's incredible. Yes. He got yeah. beat stand-up. Yeah. This dude now took him to the ground and mauled him like Khabib. Mm-hmm. So that's both of his game, stand-up, and then, oh, he's crazy on the ground, he can do anything. Oh, when he stood up, he can do anything. And then he just got, I thought he was done with that arm bar. He got saved oh. in the ground with the arm bar. And I thought... How did it not snap? Bro, when he hooked it under his arm to then lever it even more with his hips, I was like, oh! Yeah. And he started, everybody was. He died to tap, but then the, the bat, obviously the bat had already gone. And I, I was, So yeah, lucky. So lucky. Saved, literally saved by the bell. Um, Ten more seconds and that arm was gone. But then it, it then continued on. They were standing up to each other and it was really tap and tap, tippity tap. There wasn't really much bombs going on. And then, within a second, back on the ground. And there was no good defence. And he was just rolling and rolling, and they were rolling. Whatever Ferguson did, the dude had a comeback to wrap him up. Hmm. We well, don't forget, though, he is fighting... Uh, Charles Oliveira has the highest amount of submissions in UFC history out of any weight class. So everybody has ever fought in UFC, he submitted more people than any of them. But do you think, because whoever you stood up to Tony Ferguson in the past, he had something to go around that, so, oh no, like you just engage it, he's a good stand-up fighter. Tony Ferguson had something that would take, take out that stand-up fight and show his weakness. Uh, Alvera had the great, great ground game, and you thought he would have done something to get around that. In the past, that's what Ferguson would have done. Mm. And I feel I like... I don't think it was anything he could have done. You've just got... Just... There was nothing. There was, it was the same as the... The Gagey fight, there was just nothing from Tony Ferguson that no. thought he could have this. He's, I think there's going to be a lot of questions um, from Ferguson in his, in his own mind. Obviously, he's very different to most fighters. He, he trains in a very unusual way. He has coaches, but he trains himself. He, he runs his own camp, which is very unusual for uh, a professional athlete. Um, I, I think, and- we might, I think he, he'll drop a weight class or go up weight class and fight higher weight. Is there any reason why he runs his own camps? 
that's just his preferred style. I mean, up till now, up until Geechee, it's always worked. Um, but you know, maybe it's a knocking confidence. But he's lost that. He's lost that. Even in the Gage, in the Gagey fight, he's lost that. No, you could see it. And yeah. in the Gagey fight, he had to go for that, whatever that role was in the last round. Yeah. And that was all you saw from him. Where normally in this fight, he started and he did the. Uh, spinning back elbow off the cage, yeah. I think it was first round. I thought, oh, oh yes, that. I thought he's back. But I thought he's back because he would do that ten times in a round. Yeah, yeah. He did that. And that was it. That was the only thing I thought. Well, that's Tony Ferguson. Yeah, <laughs> that, that it yeah. was. It just the last two fights haven't been him. So we we say knocking confidence. Is it just he he's not there? And well, all I mean, Dana it, and it all Dana be. all Dana can do now is. Because he's not a fighter who's going to open his mouth and be loud, all Dana can do is just keep pushing him down the rankings now, give him lower money, lower paid. He's not high up. Yeah, but are they not confidence builders? If he goes back and does a confidence building one, works his way back up, gets to where he needs to be, you know, rather than just going in and losing and losing and losing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he could be. Uh, but then, but you, to me, you get time. more pressure then than jumping in with someone who's going to be a battle because you've got that pressure yeah. of they're now a weaker opponent. And is this the end of me? Am I actually done? Well, Oliveira was only ranked six or seven. So, I mean, he, there, there's people above him. And I do, so, I feel for Tony, and I feel maybe, oh, there's me a, too. I feel there's maybe a, a, an ounce of, and he actually said it in his press conference, didn't he? He's come out and said it. Um, there's an ounce of, because he's, so Neil, I don't know if you know, Tony Ferguson has stood, weighed in, face to face with Khabib five times for a title fight and they have never fought. Because yep. someone's had to drop out five times. Why? Broken, oh, broken, broken ribs, or was Khabib's dad was the last one, wasn't it? No, wasn't yeah. it? Corona, no, coronavirus was the last one. Coronavirus last one before that. So was, that's um, why Gagey, the Khabib's one we dad. watched, Gagey was meant to fight. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, Tony Ferguson meant to fight Khabib, but Gagey had to jump in because it was coronavirus had dropped in the last, and we were like, it's meant to be that they're not meant to fight. <laughs> <laughs> would have been the same. Would have been the same. Would have been the same outcome though, wouldn't it? Uh, if yeah, it would, Khabib, Khabib it, would have, it would have been. But I don't, I don't know if I could do that. Being Khabib, I'd be like, nah, I've got to fight him. I, I've got to sit there. But and do it. is there an ounce in Tony's head that is like starting to say, well, it, it, am I meant to be at the top of this sport? Because five times I've had a title shot. There's not always been title shots, has it? But, never materialised. But no. twice it's been a title shot with Khabib, and it's never happened. But that one fight where, okay. It's three times they didn't make it. Okay, so three times it hasn't been made. It's going to be made this time. And it's for a belt. Doesn't make it. Second time. That's now the fifth time. It's now second title shot. Not going to happen. When does that start yeah. to creep in as an athlete? You're like, you know what, bro? I ain't going <laughs> to... This is never going to happen. Is it always like it's been called for them? The decision's been made for them? Or is it always one yeah, of them a, made a, the decision? A, fight, a fighter's had to drop out. Or it yeah. was coronavirus. So the world got shut down. Just very bad luck. <laughs> Just real bad luck on 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 both fighters of Cambridge. Really, I think the world would have loved to have seen them both fight, but um, I, I don't think I could have done that as Khabib and like you know retire not doing it. But then, if you Khabib now, he's just, just lost his last two fights. Why would you want to fight him? And you wouldn't want it, would you? And he and but then Tony right. Ferguson has ruined it because in the, in his press conference he had the cheat to say that I can't believe Khabib's is being an idiot and not holding up his title, but saying he's retired. So he's not mm. fully left the UFC, so he still has that title, no. so no one can have it. Yes. So yeah, he was so trying to entice it, mark. but now he's gone out and lost again. So it's not like Khabib's going to go, Tony, let's do it. 
I think he's waiting. I think he's waiting to see who would be his next opponent before he makes that final decision whether or not he's going to hang up. Hang up. Yeah, I don't think the he's done. He's, he's not done. I don't know. Yeah. I'd like to see him come back because it's if you if you want to be known as the greatest of all time, right? Which is what he you know what he's tried to build his career on. It, yes, there's an element of how many fights you've had and you, you know, 29 and 0. I mean that, that all goes into the pot. But to be a true great you know go greatest of all time, it's how many title defenses you've had, how many times you fought a different weight category. Do you know what I mean? So people like John Jones are always going to be one step ahead of him. So yeah. if he wants to, if he wants a position on that, he's got to come back and he's got to defend that title. Yeah. I'd like to see him fight again. I feel like that poor fight against Gagey. Yeah. Just... Could, could you imagine I... a fight with him and Charles Oliveira from last night though? Yeah, it'd be amazing. Wow. That's what I want to see. But what I, what I don't get, and I hope, I hope it is a fan issue, I hope it's a fan issue. We've seen some really good fights, but we've seen a lot of people go in and not perform to create these mega fights. So the Gagey fight, Gagey crumbled. Is it because there's no fans? Uh, the Tony Ferguson Gagey fight, did Ferguson crumble because there's not any fans? Um, are we seeing a lot of different switches? Because for me, uh, being on, I know we're switching this from, uh, from UFC to cheerleading, but Neil will be able to talk about this. Yes. Coventry Dynamite Ignite were five-time unbeaten national champions. We were dog crap in the, in the gym, dog crap in warm-up, put a crowd in front of us. Every single one we of were us were like, awesome. we're going to perform. This is amazing. And as soon as the changing of the guard happened, and there was a few different people in there, and people started to feel the pressure from a crowd, whereas we used to convert the pressure to a positive – they then lost, Cov then lost their unbeaten run. Um, but the group of people that got that five times, we thrived off people are watching. Now, if that's the same with fighting, which I think is the same with the football, there's a lot of football, um, soccer, mm. if you're American fans, um, there's a lot of changes. And I think it's because it's a fan, we do say we're athletes, but mm. there is a, an element of performance and a crowd just makes the difference, I think. So, do you think that some of these big fighters that are fa- not failing, but failing to deliver what they can deliver is due to fans? And do you think they're going to wait for these mega fights like Khabib to come back when we're going to have fans? Um, I think there is a genuine argument that not, you know, with, without that atmosphere, it can be, it's a very different environment for a fighter. Yeah. So yeah, some, some fighters are going to struggle. Yeah, definitely. You know, it doesn't bring the adrenaline. It doesn't bring the atmosphere. It doesn't bring, you know, you you, like, you don't differentiate it from training, as far as I'm aware. So let's pray the, to the let's pray to the MMM god, MMM, 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 the MMA gods. <laughs> and drink. Let's pray to the MMA gods that we have a crowd for Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier, so they can bat hundred percent. I don't think we've got enough time to turn that around, though. <laughs> Dana has. He'll have a vaccine for them all soon. <laughs> Every fan that comes in, we jab you on the door. Jab on the door. Bill will be in VIP blocks. Some sort of like, yeah, some sort of like gas gets pumped in, vaccine. Um, Because that fight's going to be incredible. Um, I don't want to talk about Conor McGregor too much on this podcast because that's what I seem to do every time we turn it around. We do like an hour talking about just him. That's what everyone seems to do. Um, 
<laughs> I've started looking and I'm thinking more about that fight technically. And I'm a bit worried for McGregor that Dustin Poirier could um, make him tap. No. No, I'm not having that. No. Not a million years. I, Dustin I, I just think if you look at Dustin Poirier's last fights, he's had a lot of groundwork. Connor hasn't. The groundwork he had, he tapped. He hasn't had in the octagon pressured groundwork. And when he did, it didn't go his way with Nate Diaz and Khabib. But Poirier maybe has lost some of them too, tats, but he's had a lot of rounds and time under pressure on the ground. And he knows that Connor's ground game isn't his strongest. His stand-up game is his strongest. Well, I don't know. And you know I don't, want, and you know I don't want Justin to win, so... Yeah, I know you don't. But <laughs> I don't... I don't... I can't see it happening. They both love to stand and bang, and that is what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I mean, originally this was supposed to be an exhibition fight. It was meant to be for charity. It was all about, you know, an exhibition for fans. Even though somehow ended up on UFC. Um, thanks for that one, Dana. Um, <laughs> it's like, well, you can't have that. It's not He's like, much. whoa, whoa, whoa. You ain't doing that about me. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Um, I think just, I think they'll go. Uh, Poirier wants to set the record straight, right? He wants that win. There's no question about it. But he's going to. So, so why not exploit that. his weaknesses? Because that's not his. That's not his game. Mm. He, he's a boxer all day long. He's, he, he, you know, he, he wins his fights with his hands. Yeah. And I think that's the way it'll go, and it'll be a bloody good fight. Okay, amazing! I can't wait for the 21st of January. Be here or be square. 23rd. 23rd. What did I say? What did I say? 21st. Did Don't. I? Don't turn up at the 21st. We won't be here. No, oh, I actually, I even said the 23rd at the beginning of the podcast as well. Um, <laughs> just, keep, just keep looking at myself and seeing my glasses. That's what it is. I'm throwing my train of thought. Um, oh. So going into the, the, the last fight of, of uh, Sunday morning, Saturday night, uh, we had, let me turn my book over, Bosha, Bosha. We had, who was it, Terry? He's got a, he's got a Terry book. Figueroa and Davison Figueroa and Brandon Moreno. Moreno. The assassin baby. Yeah. And this fight, how tough was Moreno? Oh, my (laughs) God. Um, I thought after the first couple of rounds, it's going to be over. Um, And Figueroa has got an evil right hand uh, and also an evil jab. His yes. jab is like a right hand. He was jabbing, and the sound was just... I just I thought, he can't stand this. The Moreno's just going. And the main thing I noticed with Moreno's game was, even when he was hurt, he was like, I am going to come back at you to show you that I'm not hurt, even when he was hurt. Like You see him get rocked, but somehow he yeah. still just changes balance to fall towards him to keep the pressure on. Even yeah. when he was rocked, he was like, I'm going to fall towards you. Oh, pressure stays on. Figueroa's like, ah, I hurt you, but why are you still there? Um, and but I thought, but Figueroa was just causing more damage with the the strikes and his jabs than Moreno was, which then was what put Moreno behind. It was a bit, it's a bit the same as um, uh, the Ben and uh, the Ben uh, and Casey, the Ben, the Ben and Casey fight, um, the boxing matches that he was just doing more damage with the technical side of things. I thought Figueroa was just. When he jabbed, it was damage and points. When he hit, it was damage and points. Where Moreno was just not getting getting inside to get those points. 
Mm. Yeah, volume. Yeah, what, so what, what was your take on that? Oh, mate, war. do you know what? That war oh, was... I'm not even going to call it a fight. I'm going to call it a it war. It was a war. It, it, yeah, it was a war. It had, it, was it, a had, war. it had, like, glimpses and spices of... Um, I'm going to say his name again, I'm sorry, but uh, Diaz and McGregor. <laughs> I'm sorry. It had you want to call this show Forza Party? Of that, of that, yeah. Oh, mate, if he popped in, if he was in that square in the corner, I wouldn't just get the 21st wrong and dates and names wrong, mate. I would just be staring at the screen. <laughs> so, Connor, if you're listening, please... Please, but, he had, but, he had, but he had, that's why their second fight, their first fight was just as good, but their second <laughs> fight, it was just, a, it, had, it had glimpses of that, of just banging each other, getting on the ground, and one would be, one would be up, and then the next one would be up on points. And then you think, going into the, the second, third round, you think, ah, there's only like one or two points in this, and probably just from a, a little jab or something. There wasn't actually like a clear winner. Um, mm. And then you went into like the, I think it was the, the third round and Figueroa looked tired and he was falling all over the place. And you think, oh, Moreno could catch him here with one of his head kicks or whatever. And it was just like, I'm definitely staying till the end for this one. Like, Yeah, 100%. 100%. It was an absolute war. And I, do you know what? I, I, I was a little bit heartbroken at the end that Moreno didn't take it because I felt like he'd done enough to win that. I really did. Um, and had it not been for the low blow... Which was disgusting. Um, I weren't on, on. He was going for the knee. He tried that uh, knee a few times. Come on. I don't know. I don't know. It was perfectly got, ball of the foot planted, um, and it was. Oh god, it was horrible. I mean, he just. I, I think. I think Rain actually coughed up his left testicle in the ring. Um, but if it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for the point deduction, Figueroa would have won that. Um, and look, I, let, let's not forget. Both these fighters took this after only fighting three weeks ago. Yeah. So well, when when um when I saw that Figaro was getting tired, um, I was a bit like, this is because he fought last weekend, two weekends ago. Three 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 weeks ago. Yeah, he fought, didn't he, and won. Mm. And I was like, so did Moreno. I was like, no, no, is he getting tired? Because it was him that they'd got aspects of worrying about his cardio, wasn't it? Yeah, he's never done championship rounds. And I was like, oh, no, like, he's, he's, he's gave it all. And because he's quite a big, stocky lad, he's gave all his power, tried to knock mm. him out in the early rounds. He's got tired. The three weeks ago fight, he's, he's had three fights in a row, hasn't he? Yeah. And he's getting tired now. And I thought, you know, Moreno's the young lad, face, baby face, the assassin, they call him, don't they, or whatever. The he's assassin gonna, baby. The assassin baby. He's going he's gonna to take this. On cardio, and he's going to say catch him with his one of his head kicks, and yeah. he's going to be over. And then he goes for the next round. Insane. Next round, boom. He's back. He's back. Figaro is he's back. back. He's landing he's back. bombs. And when he caught him with a few of them, uh, the jabs, I was like, I don't want to get caught by his jab, let alone he's right. <laughs> no. Oh, it was, it was crazy. And don't and did you hear at the end of the fight that uh, um, Figaro had been in hospital until two o'clock the night before? Why? Uh, stomach infection, uh, oh. better, better known to oh, us wow. in this country as he had the shits. <laughs> <laughs> How the British like to put it. As the British like to put it. So he never got out of the hospital until two o'clock in the morning and then was there for the for that same evening for the fight. That could have been, been, been the cardio issue. Well, that, that's what he said, basically. He said if it wasn't for that, 
the fight would never have gone that way. And I think that's a bit of a discredit to Moreno in all. I think it's a bit of a low blow because I, I, I think it, it wouldn't have made a blind bit of difference. What, so Figueroa is saying that he would have battered him even more? Because yeah. Figueroa but, had to... He said he would have battered Moreno, yeah. Moreno more. Yeah, if he had he said it was hard for him because he was in hospital till two o'clock in the morning with... Uh, no, I just think it was because Moreno just stood there took it and was like, go on, then yeah. and again. Through <laughs> Mexican. Um, and they, uh, yeah, they, they said that. Some, one of the uh, commentators mentioned that about the rise of the Mexicans um, yeah. and how it's, they're, they're, they're rising through the ranks professionally and their fights are always won or even when they lose, they lose in style like that. Yeah, always. Um, they're and a special I, breed, Mexicans. I think the only thing that split it was experience tell me if i'm wrong but experience from figueroa oh, i don't know i don't know because i he just looked he, he looked more especially going to the latter rounds he looked more mm. how he was going to control it and how it was going to go then yeah. moreno didn't seem to have a uh, a plan into the last round unless he thought i've won it i've won no, it i, I don't, don't need to go in the last round he seemed to no, back I, off in the last round. He did. He did, yeah. And I, I think that was pain. Did you see the hematoma on his, on his arm? They had broken, yeah. Joe Rogan was saying he broke his arm, didn't he? Yeah. So I, I, I haven't, think he, I haven't, he was hurt. I haven't seen nothing. Hurt. Did he break his no. arm? Well, when they asked him in the press conference after, he said no. He said that he'd hurt his shoulder. So because he'd thrown the jab so much, he felt something pop in his shoulder. But he kept he grabbing his forearm it. and that hematoma yeah. was sticking out his arm, were not it? It looked like he broke it, and everyone, yeah. everyone thought he broke it. Um, I'll be surprised if he hasn't. And Mrs. was like, "What? Why is he not stopping?" I said, "Babe, he's a he's a, he's a nutter. That then then, babe, they're not wired right enough to get in the to get in no. the uh, the octagon. Is it is? We don't stop. So they're not wired right enough to stop unless mm. it's actually hanging off. Like, yeah, I go, um, I go out that ring unless you knock me out. I'd want to see that fight again. Yes, hundred percent." It is definitely on the cards, and Dana will be like this right now because <laughs> yeah. he's making bank <laughs> on the next one, that's for sure. So, what next do you think? Let's go back to the Ferguson uh, Oliveira fight. What next for we, 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 we have debated Ferguson's? What do you think next for Oliveira? Um, I oh, did you know, what? I don't know. I think it will depend on what happens with Poirier and, and McGregor. Um, yeah, I mean that's going to jump him up the rankings to about four, fourth or third. Yeah, because now, because now, what I would say is, if Khabib disappears, Conor McGregor loses, you've got Poirier, you've got Oliveira, and you've got Gagey at the top of that division. Yeah, yeah, you have. Um, Who's fighting out of those three? I think Oliveira. Do you know what Oliveira deserves a chance? He's he's always been incredible, and, and to do it how the way he's done it. Yeah, and he, he used to fight at a lot lower weight. He used to have a massive weight cut. Uh, and that's the only reason why he's not a champion right now. Yeah. Um, he, he's still relatively very young and just coming into his prime. And I, I think, I, I want to see him fight Khabib. I ain't going to lie. I, that's the fight I want to see. I, I don't care about McGregor. I do obviously care about McGregor. <laughs> but let's not, don't go upset me, Sam. Don't you uh, swear on, don't you swear on this podcast. <laughs> but for me... <laughs> I, I I want to see Oliveira and Khabib. Yeah, that's that's the next fight for me. I think that would be I think that'd be incredible. I agree. 
I I would love to see that fight too. Um, I don't. I I like you said in the last podcast. I don't think we're going to see him McGregor Khabib. I think that I think the bad blood's gone. Mm-hmm. So the water's gone, like the water under the bridge or whatever is whatever that saying is. I feel like it's gone. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's past. I would. I don't think it'd be fair to the rest of the division. No. No. Not when you've got people like Charles Oliveira coming up. I think that it's their turn now. There you go, Neil. Your ranking system does work. <laughs> Look at that. Look <laughs> at that. McGregor fights Khabib. McGregor fights Khabib. Then Neil's, Neil's going to kick off and say, Terry, this ranking system. <laughs> if, if, if. Neil, that's twice tonight. Come on, I'm trying not to. If, uh, you've put the blanket, blanket ban on us. Um, this shadow ban. Uh, <laughs> shadow ban. If uh, sorry. Yeah, I feel like if if that does happen, where McGregor does lose and he then doesn't get a chance to do, or he's got to work his way back up again, like fighting uh, Desanjos or something, then mm. that's fair. Fight Desanjos, cool. I'd love to see it because it's a fight that never got made. Bit of a yeah. showy thing, but it's just a show. It's just a show. There's no there's no rankings. There's no none of that. It's him working his way back up again. That's fair enough. That'd be pretty cool. Then fight Khabib at the end. But style on style, fire on fire. I'd love to see Oliveira and um, yes. Khabib. And I think come Khabib, on, Dana, sort it out. Sort it out, Dana. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, uh, uh, we'll tag him. We'll tag him. We'll tag him. Do it. Do <laughs> it. We'll, we'll share you going, Dana. Sort this out, and we'll just tag him in it. <laughs> <laughs> what next for um, Figueroa? Let's go. What next for Moreno? Um, well, Moreno's got to get his rematch, right? And I really, I really, really want to see him beat him. So I'm, I'm a big fi- uh, Figueroa fan, a really big Figueroa fan. And I, I, wanted, I thought, I thought he was a bit stupid taking the fight after only three weeks because uh, he had a massive weight cut, like huge. It's another reason why they questioned his cardio. Um, and I, I wanted him to just get in there, and batter him, and have, a, have it over and done with it in the first round. Um, but Moreno won me over. In a big way, being a and warrior, I, I want to see the rematch, and I want to see. I want then. I want to see Moreno win, and I want to see Moreno fight Cody Nola, because that is going to be a scrap. Yeah, Figueroa. That, that right. division for me right now, unbelievable. Yeah, Figaro was a lot bigger. I thought so. You saying about the weight cut makes mm. sense. Huge looked, weight cut. I think he cut like 25, 30 pounds. Why is he losing so much? That's the that's the weight he wants to. Is fight it just at. the? It's just the fact that he wants to fight there. It's not like his natural weight whatsoever. Well, it's definitely not his natural weight. Um, he could quite easily fight at the weight class above, but he, 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 if you can handle that kind of weight cut, right, and you come in at that weight division, you're always going to have the upper hand over somebody who's naturally a lot lighter because you're going to have more power. Um, you'll be a lot stronger. So it's it's why, it's why a lot of fighters cut if they can handle the cut and they've got enough cardio to last the five rounds in a main event they'll they'll, they'll stick it at a lower division McGregor used to do it yeah he looks like death um, he looks like death yeah. when he gets down to the way he used to fight that yeah so a lot of people do um I can't remember what was going off on one of that <laughs> so, so you want to see the rematch first because Moreno deserves yes. the rematch yes Yes, he does. I want to see Moreno win. Who's the champion in that division? It's him. It's Figueroa, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So he took it from. That was definitely a championship fight, though. Hundred percent a championship fight. One of the one of the best ones I've seen. It was. 
one of the best ones we've I've had seen to, in lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was the, the Fight Cobbs. Phenomenal. Apart from Costa getting his ass handed to him. I love that one. Um, against the last Stylebender. Oh, yes. I love that. Yes. Game. Well, Holland, if, if Holland keeps doing what he's doing, he's going to get that fight. He's going to get, he's going to get a fight against. Uh, no, he'll get a fight oh, against Adesanya. Yeah. Oh, I want to. There was um, they've uh, advertised Costa maybe having his next fight. And I just hate the kid now. Just looking at his face makes me angry. And I'm like, whoever you get, yeah. I want him to bat here. Like he just <laughs> he tried the Malfi game and it really didn't work. And then just looked like a little bitch in the ring. And oh, then it, it, sorry, we're, ba- we're bouncing around boxing <laughs> to UFC. Sorry, sorry, Neil. Sorry, Terry. Um, That's right. I- uh, other than other than the S word, I even swore again. Shock. Well done, Terry. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. Doing good. Get your medal. So guys, you, mate. I appreciate that. So guys, let's wrap stars. that. Let's wrap. You guys stop making love to each other over Zoom. <laughs> let's wrap that up there. Thank you for joining me, and thank you for another smashing episode. Episode. Episode of the Coffee with Sam podcast. Threes a party. Um, we don't know when the next one is, do we? Well, uh, that's we the last one this year. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Not a, no. Who's your sponsor? The actual sponsor, Sig. Oh, Sig, we're in the background. Sorry, mate. <laughs> I haven't used them tonight, but Sig, yeah. www.sig.com. Grab yourself your awesome hydration bottles or caffeine bottles. Yeah. I've got you, Sig. Don't worry. www.sig.com. Okay, on that note, we will be back at some point with another fight podcast from the two idiots that are Neil and Terry and me, the boss man, your host, the Coffee with Sam podcast. I'm just going to call myself Coffee with Sam. Just, that's my name. Hi, what's up, guys? I'm Coffee with Sam, your host, the MMA guy, and my security. Um, and we will be back with another fight podcast. It could be any fight. We, I hope you enjoyed the difference going into boxing. Um, and also the USC. Please keep like, sharing, and subscribing. Please click the bell, ding, 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 to get all the alerts for when we upload a new podcast and check out my other episodes where I speak to some very, very interesting guests. See you boys later, and I'll see you all in the next one. Peace! Later, guys. Good evening. Bye, guys. <laughs>